Hello, welcome to the podcast on the practices of the Christian life. Um, We have been walking through several different practices, um, trellis of sorts that we are acknowledging are things that we can do as we follow Jesus um, to to put some sticks in the ground um, to allow for growth, um, to allow for the growth that we can't produce, but we have um, some some things that we can do, like scripture and putting ourselves in places where we can read, absorb, learn God's word, worship, prayer, generosity, mission. And we are now exploring community. Now, community is um, interesting. Not sure what comes to your mind when you think of community, but there really is no Christianity apart from community. From the very start, we have been invited into a community, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Spirit. We take our cues from them as followers of Christ. What we understand from scripture is that there is a beautiful mutual submission that takes place with great love between these three persons, a constant giving and receiving, a desire to love and receive love, share joy and delight in the other. This kind of love and community on earth is something of which we've only tasted It is what we know to be true and pure in the presence of the Trinity. And one day we will know it in full. Yet we are called again and again in scripture to live out and declare the steadfast love of the Lord. Hesed is the word for this love in Hebrew. There is really no English word that can truly capture it. Therefore, it is translated in different ways throughout the Bible. In one way, I am so thankful for this. Even the original language for this kind of love has said cannot be captured in words. Agape is the closest word in Greek, unconditional love. Paul tries to define love using almost a whole chapter in one of the books of our Bible. In his letter to the Corinthians, this inability to define the love that is at the center of the Trinity resonates with me. If it is the life force of the Lord and the kingdom of heaven, it's beyond what we can describe and put into words. It can never be put in a box. Never can boundaries be formed around it. No one is beyond the love of the Lord. John speaks of this love in chapter four of first John Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. 
Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. So we have come to know and to believe that this love that God has for us, God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God, must also love his brother. So if this love is at the center of the Trinity's community, it must be at the center of ours. Yet, it is probably the most difficult reality of the Lord to embody, especially in our world today with our very left brain tendencies that lend us towards something that we can define and check off in our lives as Christians. And love cannot be checked off. Stink. We will never grasp or master this love. It's bigger than us and surrounds us and is the only reason we can have relationship with the living God. It is the only reason that death is not the end for us. John writes, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever should believe in him should have eternal life. It was and is because God, the Trinity, loves one another and loves the world that we have life in him forever. Now there is a reality to has said love that is unique to our world as opposed to the Trinity. For in our world, we've turned away from God. We turn away from him again and again, and the steadfast love of the Lord never fails. In the Old Testament, he welcomed the Israel's, Israelites back again and again. And in the New Testament, we see The Lord pictured as the father who, while he sees his prodigal son off in the distance, runs to him. This is the love that we swim in. This is the water that we invite others into with us. It is a love that perseveres right in the middle of all our sin and failures. It is a love that propels us to forgive and show grace because we have been forgiven so much. So how do we live out this love in our community, especially as we still struggle to receive this love and forgiveness ourselves? We practice. Kurt Thompson writes that Christian community is really practicing for heaven. And I'm hoping that the practicing verbiage here brings up an environment for us where we can struggle and fail. We are practicing. Heaven is not here yet. One way we can practice is by giving and receiving love in the middle of the things that make us feel weak or shamed. Could we practice that together this week? This is scary. 
We can hurt each other and be hurt by one another as we admit our weaknesses and fears. We are vulnerable, yet it is probably the only way we can more tangibly experience the Lord's love this side of heaven. It's also the best ingredient for the soil of our life and community. Has said, as we learn to receive and give this love, it creates an environment for transformation both individually and communally. Hesed is essential for healthy community and growth because God designed it this way. Practically this week, practicing could look like going into the week with eyes wide open to notice when you feel especially weak or ashamed or when you make mistake or blow it, you pause. And in that moment, <laughs> you or I say, the steadfast love of the Lord never fails. His mercies never come to an end. We say it, we claim the reality of his love right in the middle. When we feel like we deserve it the least, when we do just des- when we don't deserve it. This is what leads us to worship. It leads to awe of the one who made us and loves us. It also leads to transformation in our lives. It is essential that we experience the love of the Lord in relationship with him and with others. Sometimes in our post-enlightenment Christian world, we think that growth and transformation comes from studying and learning concepts. This activates and uses really only one part of our brain. And it's not even the side of the brain that creates our new patterns for living. The right side of our brain needs another human, a relationship to activate these new pathways for growth. The Lord designed us to need each other. So not only are we looking for moments where we blow it this week, we are looking for opportunities where others blow it as well. And we get to sit in this place of weakness and shame for them and love them. We look them in the eyes. We maybe put our hand on their shoulder. We don't try to fix. We don't try to make it right. But we love them right in the middle of where they may feel the worst. And we might need also to remind others that we need this as well. And this is, this is a hard thing to do, but also it's, again, we're practicing, we're helping each other, we're learning. And, and what, what we may need to do is we blow it, for example, and we're feeling this shame. We know this is important for our transformation to, to experience this love from others. And so we ask, we just, ask. We say, I feel ashamed. 
I feel really weak right now and like I don't deserve any love, but would you remind me that I'm loved? Would you remind me that this is the whole reason Christ came for God so loved the world that he sent Jesus so that we could have life with him. It is right in the middle of my shame that the love of the Lord um, is poured out and we just get to swim in that. We get to share that with others and it ultimately creates an environment that is safe for others, other weakened and broke folks to enter into this community with us to experience the love of the Lord and a safe place to struggle and grow.